East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Leslie. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Linda. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. We have a fourth sister, and sometimes she'll be making guest appearances throughout our series. We are obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged wreck the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Okay, so Linda said, remind me of something. I don't know what I'm supposed to remind you of. Leslie apparently has something to ask me. Yes. (laughs) You go first, Leslie. (laughs) I got to find it. Uh, who did oh, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Who, okay, who that I was. Send it to? Oh, oh no. wait, no. I don't like this. They're like plotting against me. No, it's I not. I thought it's, it's not, not what we were talking about last night at dinner. It's the thing I sent to E. I don't know what we were talking about last night. You asked if it was okay if we talk about it? Like, if you watch it, and I said no. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, the Zodiac. I'm not allowed to watch it. Why? Because. Somebody had asked if we were going to, like, look into it. And I said I was, and I was telling Leslie that I wanted to talk to you about it. Oh, okay. What do you mean? Like, doing it Are as we an, going to do it as an episode or no? Because it came out with new information regarding the Zodiac Killer. I know. Um, I mean. How are you going to say I know, but. No, no, I'm saying I know they came out with new information, but I didn't think that we were going to do it because it's West Coast. No, it's fine. If you guys want okay, to do fine. it, it's fine. I don't care. I just didn't I just, think we I don't were ever going to watch cover it because it it's West Coast. I don't want to watch it if um, if we're going to be doing it. I don't want to know what's going on because I don't know who it is. Oh. No, I, I just... I it is either. I haven't watched okay. it yet. Oh. <laughs> she, she has, like, her phone <laughs> out like she's getting ready to... The other night, I was on Facebook. And I'm scrolling through, right? And so I found, like, there's this ad that pops up, and it's a company that's been around oh. for a long time. Why was I thinking about that all morning? But okay. <laughs> okay. Literally. It's been out for a long time. So I was laughing because I passed it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're coming out with something else, blah, 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 blah. Uh, why the ad came up on my Facebook, I don't know why. I want you... To read the name. Don't think about it. Just read it out loud. And tell me how you say it. Because. No, just. just, Okay. All right. Just say it out loud. Verbatim corporation. Okay. So you say it the way that Linda says it. How I have always said it. And now I realize it's because it's how dad says it. Okay. Verbatim. I've always Said it like that. I ain't never heard you fucking say that word. <laughs> and that's what Linda said. And apparently, I've never said it out loud. But anytime I've seen it, but I say verbatim, verbatim. Like, if I'm talking about something and we're talking about it being verbatim, I say verbatim. But I've always said this company as verbatim. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. And then but I'm what, like, how do you, are we right? Yeah, no, I guess. I'm assuming so. (laughs) Because, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, like, passed it. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then it hit me, like, two, three minutes later. And then I'm like, 
the fuck? And I'm like, wait. I'm like, is this, like, this company that I've been saying this the whole, my whole time? And it's actually verbatim. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, fr- I'm crazy, right? Yeah, we know. And then I thought about it. And then I'm like, wait. You're sitting there and you're putting stuff into these CDs and DVDs. And then when you retrieve the information, it's coming back to you the way that you freaking put it in. It's verbatim. Yeah. It's word for word. Every single shit that you're putting in, you're getting out. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I've been saying it, apparently, in my head, verbatim the whole time. Okay, that's so my I asked, sister. I asked my mom, is she, I don't know how she said we it. We don't talk to mom. And then I asked my dad and he says it the same exact way, but he was like, everybody calls it. <laughs> and no, I'm like, I'm totally not. It's verbatim. <laughs> He's like, that's how. I don't know. Verbatim. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, okay. Hold on. If you look up the word, it's going to say verbatim. Verbatim. But I don't, like, you have to look up the, the actual corporation and see if, like, they have, like, a commercial or something and see how they say it. No, you know, no, no, you have to look up the... She says it, Tim. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not verbatim. I don't know. Just call them and ask them how they pronounce their company's name. Why didn't you just look up a commercial or some shit? Oh, I didn't even know God. it was a thing that had commercials. It should. Shouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. But I, <laughs> yeah. No. We're just going to skip thing. over that. And then, I mean, you, you know the other thing that I did with the Prince thing? Did you read that? What? What? The the Prince song? Okay. I was listening to All Out 80s uh-huh, music uh-huh. on Spotify at work, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, cool. This Prince song is coming on, right? Oh. And then the, the- Raspberry Beret. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was Raspberry Beret. What else was it going to be? Did you not read it? I reread it. I read it, but I don't remember. <laughs> okay. So, the way I always sing it <laughs> is rags, very bad rags. <laughs> the, kind you, the kind you find in a secondhand store. But it's, she wore a raspberry beret, the kind you find in a secondhand store. <laughs> and I never realized that until I'm listening to it on Spotify. And I'm like, oh, I really like this song. What's the name of the song? And then it says Raspberry Beret. I don't fucking look up lyrics to shit. Anything. Oh, I just my God. apparently make up my own words. Yeah, we know. We, I, I know. I know this. I know. I know this. Like, I can't even. You've done that our entire childhood. <laughs> our entire lives. <laughs> so many songs where it's just like what are you saying (laughs) that's not what they say (laughs) no it is what they say rags very good bad rags (laughs) (laughs) the kind you find in the second hand store she wore rags (laughs) Rags. (laughs) i can't right now 
I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like that whole explanation of that song time just slowed down. Like, I don't know if it's my mind trying to process what you're saying right now, but I'm just There's like. There's nothing to process. I told you what I thought it said. I know, but my mind is just like, how? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Now that's all I'm going to hear every time I hear that song. And I listen to 80s music all the time. What's that? Okay. <laughs> but those were my two big like things that happened last week. <laughs> I can't. The real thing, and they have both happened within like twenty four hours. <laughs> I was gonna say within a twenty four hour period. Yes. Oh my god, this chick! <laughs> I can't. Mm-mm. I'm in my mid thirties. <laughs> and both of these things happened in the 80s <laughs> my whole life this been a lie oh, oh my god I can't read okay now. that's like okay I just had to hold on oh my god wait wait wait, wait. misheard lyrics yes <laughs> this is like okay I'm gonna have Scott if you're listening to this episode I'm sorry I know you're a big Prince fan <laughs> I know that I know I've known you like half my life. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> and if you never heard our podcast before, I'm making you listen to this one at least. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'd have to listen to this song and then tell you the how I hear the lyrics in my head. What song is it? Girls Like You by Maroon 5. I don't know. I can't say that I remember the song. I know it. It's something about, ma- like, I hear making eggs white, egg whites for us or something. And apparently it's supposed to be making things right between us. <laughs> and I hear something about egg whites. That's literally, like, the first part of the song. Yeah. It's something about making egg whites. It's the first two lines of the song. I'm yeah, but no, sure. I have to. I, I'm saying like I can't. She can't think of what she. I can't she think thinks of how of the song goes unless I listen head. to it. <laughs> but it, it's like, hold on, it's when he flies out, hold on, making things right between us. Hold on, I'm gonna do this real quick. I don't even know. I I can't think of the song. Like it's like something about. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. I'm not. But what was your thing that you had to talk about? Mm, Oh, no, wait. That was it, right? No. Oh, this song. Making egg whites with you. I spent the weekend (laughs) making egg whites with you. That doesn't even sound the same. That's what I hear every time. If it fits, it fits. I I thought it was a part right after that. No. Just play it. Yeah. You missed egg whites with you. You literally missed it. (laughs) Spending late nights making egg whites with you. That's what I was saying. It's not even the part that she was talking about. I don't know. It's just something about egg whites. <laughs> I like that one too. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I don't listen to Maroon Five, but it's when I hear that song ever it, randomly, I'm gonna think of that. Yeah, it was on the radio like all the time, and like I know Linda would listen to it a lot, right. and then like he, Jonathan, would listen to it a lot because it has Cardi B in it. I was gonna say we're the same person. I so. know they are the areas of my life, and so it's just like I would always say 
spent the late nights making egg whites with you. And then he turned off the stereo <laughs> in the car because, you know, like musical theater child of me is like acting and singing extremely loud in the car. Said, no, that was going to say she's in there with the egg whites. And he was like, what did you say? And I was like, spent the late nights making egg whites with you. And Tessa was in the car and she was fucking crying. That's my sister-in-law. And I'm just like, Oh that's what, and like the thing is, is like normally if I really care about a song like the first time I hear it I'll listen you'll, to it and over and over again and look up the lyrics, lyrics right but I don't give a shit about that song so I was just like yeah egg whites so now they're like all I hear is egg whites whenever I hear that song like me and mm, cards oh, oh my god, my god. No, we need to move on from this conversation. This could be a whole episode in itself. (laughs) We'll, we'll, oh my God. Oh, I can't even. I can't even remember the one, but it it had something to do with tacos. And I'm just like, I hate the world. I hate the world. And I mow can't the lawn, it. mow the lawn. No, not that. No, one. I was no. thinking. Okay, no, we're off of okay, this all subject. Right, all right, sorry. Welcome was- to episode twenty-one. <laughs> hey guys, it's almost been half a year of us. <laughs> Don't get sick of us because I'm sticking around for like three hundred episodes. Leslie was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can say how much I hate this. <laughs> doing this every week. <laughs> Sometimes it's not every week. No, because I never thought that this was going to last this long. I told you guys when I said, hey, we need to do this, this, and this for like these so we can have it for this, this, and this. And you guys looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. And you guys are like, I don't know. I just wanted to start a podcast and I was like, hey, you guys, look at this equipment. Send me your dollars. And then we bought it. And I was like, ah. Locked in for life. I mean. We shared the same egg space. We were all little Gross. egg whites together. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, did you remember what you... <laughs> I know what I want to talk about, but it really doesn't matter anymore. What was it? We can talk about it at the... It's, at I was going to say, it's not even... It's not even... It's not even that great. Okay. But it just, it, I thought... I, I was laughing about it at work because I heard it and I turned around and I read it and I was like... I know that we talked about it when I first talked, like, because I was watching some ancient aliens thing on the TV. Yes, but the guy who was talking, like, the scientist who was talking, his name was Jeffrey. Geoffrey? Yes. (laughs) And it popped up. I wasn't paying attention. So on the screen, it said Geoffrey. And I'm like, oh, huh. And he, he's, he's from fun. Yes. <laughs> and then he, and they're like, Jeffrey, blah, blah, blah. I said, say what? That's not his name. <laughs> no. His name is Geoffrey. I was like, they are pronouncing it wrong. It is Geoffrey. And then, the, and then I like started laughing and this lady at work was like, what's wrong with you? And then I told her and she was like, yeah, no, you can pronounce it either way. I was like, oh God. I'm That's okay. Stupid. Cause. What was so Friday? Tessa was over and we were talking about Game of Thrones, and I was like, I'm still waiting for Geoffrey to die. Cause like, I just, I don't know. I hate, I can't. Unpopular opinion. I hate that show. I watched the last couple seasons because I love Jonathan, but other than that, I hate that show. The books weren't that great either. I tried. I, I tried. Anyway, I don't know why you tried. I never watched it. No, the books. No, I'm saying the show. 
No. I thought it was shit. Jonathan. I'm telling you. No, I, I, know. I watched one episode and I was like, this is dumb. I hate it. Yeah. Everyone and then I watched the last episode. And I was like, this is really fucking what dumb. What was the one that we watched? Rome? Rome was good. Oh, Rome is so good. so good. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there were some things that I didn't want to talk about. So... Eileen, I looked up her height because remember how, like, my last story, they were all like, the chairs keep being pushed forward, the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. She's five foot four. Well, she was five foot four. Huh. Because I didn't really know how tall she was. I just lied and I screamed out five seven, but I didn't fucking know. Okay. So that, that was it. That was all I she wanted got to little clarify. Legs. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. She's tiny lady. I mean, she's the height of a, she's the normal height of a female. Okay. You're just a freak. You're a real freak. I am not a real freak. I'm not even in the tall kids club. You have to be 5'11 to be in the tall kids club. 5'10. I missed it by an inch. And yet she's still too tall. Hmm. I'm the average height of a model. Anyway. Weird. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, Episode 21. Who are we talking about today? No, you need to guess where we're oh, going. Uh, baby. Well, it's on the East Coast. I'm going to say, is it somewhere we haven't done yet? No. Have we hit up all of the... No. There are still a couple that we need to do. That's why I did the one that I did, because she told me to do the one that North I did. Carolina. Nope. North? Yep. Vermont. No, I already did Vermont. Oh, wait. Pennsylvania. We're guessing where you are? Pennsylvania. <laughs> we did Pennsylvania. I know, but she said oh. that it's something that we've already done. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I wasn't listening. So, uh, no to Pennsylvania. I don't remember what you said. You just threw out a whole bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> Maine. Like, that's how no. Wait, we went there before? Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I was um, going to say Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati <sorry>. bagels. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Hmm. New York. Oh, we was, are going to Staten Island. Shout out, Maya. Jeez. Okay. That's where she's going to be. I know she is. <laughs> Today, we are going to Staten Island. This is a history slash paranormal story. Oh, oh my gosh. We are in spoopy season. Yep. Spoopy season. Uh huh. And this got some shit where I was like, so there were videos because I was just like last night, I was just like trying to, I don't know what I was doing. I was just watching shit on this place. This is Willowbrook State Hospital. And there were uh, videos from like ghost hunters, just like general ghost hunters, not the show ghost hunters, like going there. And my bitch ass was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. It's too late. I don't want to watch this. Like I, I was so scared to watch it. I saw a clip it. or something, and it was one of those shows. I don't know what which one it was. Mm-hmm. And the guy was being possessed by whatever was in there. Like, he was getting ill, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, he was, like, heaving. He, like, sat down on the floor, and then he was just, like, heaving. Like and like cat? No, like, he was, like, in pain. Oh. And, like, he wanted to throw up, but not like a cat. <laughs> and then right. he just, like, 
And then he just started grumbling sounds out of his mouth. And I was like, I can't fucking watch this anymore. Oh, no. It was like a 15-minute clip. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> no. I'm like, no way. No, no. And everybody oh. else was like, yeah, I'm not feeling well, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I was like looking at it. And I was like. And he was like screaming at the things, too. Yeah, no. Like, there was. No, leave me alone. There were so many things that I could have watched of people like going here. And, and I was just like. Nope, I've read enough. Nope, I've read enough. That was literally me. I was just like, I need to sleep tonight. I need to be awake at 8 a.m. It's 2 o'clock. I'm not watching this. I just want to put out there, I feel that with it being spoopy season, that we have failed. Because we haven't done a lot of spoopy things? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's only been two weeks in. This will be three weeks in, and then it's one more week, and that's it. Yeah, We can do spoopy season into November. What are we going to do? Thanksgiving primes. (gasps) Oh! Whoa! I literally watch. I know. Oh, the murder for Christmas or some shit like that, and the murder murder for, for the, the holidays. holidays. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's a good one. You guys should watch. Yeah, that's a good. Am one. Am I allowed to watch that? I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, I'm just me. asking because there's a lot of things that I apparently can't watch. You can watch the whole Zodiac <laughs> Killer thing because no, 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 we're no, not no. going to cover it anyway. Why? She just said meh. I didn't. She know. didn't say yes or no. I said I didn't know if we were going to because it's West Coast. Well, because we I can. just said that somebody asked. If somebody requests. Okay. I mean, if they request it, we can do it. I don't care. I, just I have a like- lot of things overseas that I've been requested. And me too. I, I, you know, I'm so sorry, you guys. I just have this thing with rebelling against what people tell me to do. <laughs> so if you ask me, it's not going to happen. <laughs> ask me because I will find any excuse to research something that I have no clue about, and I get super invested. Oh, no, I research it. I know everything about it. Putting it down on paper and reading it out loud, I'm just like, you can't have me. That's like I got requested to do something, and they uh, they messaged me on Instagram, and they were like, does East Coast Australia count? And I was like, yes. <laughs> it doesn't Duh. say where exactly we're creeping on the East Coast, on what East Coast either. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I've been like, I've been told, oh, you should definitely look into this. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to look into that. And then I look into it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And then I'm like, make me do things. How dare you? <laughs> I will not talk about this anymore. Oh, my God. But it's like, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing, but it's seriously like, well, because we were talking no, about. No, that's just how you are. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just your personality. She just it's said not that subconscious. Like five times. How would that be subconscious if it's just your personality? Because it's not like How? I'm doing it on purpose. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I this is what food. I'm talking about, you guys. I don't understand why she has to go against literally everything that I say when we are saying the same thing. Because we use different words. Anyway, let's get to it. You ready? Oh, mm-hmm. key. So, this is Willowbrook State Hospital. And the plans were drawn up for this facility in 1938. It is on 375 acres in the Willowbrook section of Staten Island. 375? Yeah, Staten Island. So, it was originally constructed as a United States Army hospital. And construction was completed in 1942. So it's like World War II and all of the injured people because it was a lot of space. And they're like, yay, everyone can be here. And it'll be, yeah. 1942? Yeah. Okay. So after World War II, they 
we're going to turn over the building and all the property to the Veterans Administration. But in October of 47, the New York Department of Mental Health Hygiene decided that they would rename it Willowbrook State School and they were going to use it for mentally disabled people mm-hmm. and also a tuberculosis center. <laughs> no, not as though I do. I was going to say, did you put a Z down again? Is that what you did? Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. We, I'm kind of doing this by decades. So that was literally 1930s to 1950s. Okay. So, um, and then one more thing for that is by 1955, this place had reached its full capacity of 4,000 occupants. Ew. And at this time, hepatitis infections were running rampant among Amongst. Among. Among us. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. Sorry, you guys. Uh, it was a running rampant. Uh, I give up on yeah, that word. It, it was going around a lot. <laughs> everybody had it. Okay. The staff, the patients, everybody oh, had it. You staff uh, I thought so too. I was like, oh, that sucks. I was like, oh, no, staff. <laughs> so, okay. So, the whole reason I found. Willowbrook State Hospital mm-hmm. was because I was I wanted to do the history behind lobotomies. Okay. But then I got extremely <laughs> depressed and angry on the couch and Jonathan was like, why the hell do you have a podcast where it makes you depressed? I'm like, excuse me, it does not make me depressed. I just get pissed off at people because humans suck. Right. And so I was like reading this whole thing, but the guy who did lobotomies actually was one of the head doctors here. So that's how I got into this because a lot of the patients that he performed lobotomies on were here. And did he perform the lobotomies in Willowbrook? Yes. Okay. He performed a lot of them in Willowbrook. His youngest patient was two years old. What? Whoa. Yeah. And this patient is here. And he also, uh, there was another doctor here who, uh, we'll get to him. So we're going to get into the 1960s. In the year 1960, there was an outbreak of measles that killed over 60 patients. And I actually found like pictures of the admission forms that parents would use to send their children there. And on a 1964 admission form, this is the terminology that they used. So under mental status, um, the staff had to check off like the boxes for whatever they were. And the categories were moron, idiot, and imbecile. And morons were considered high functioning. And then idiot was a little bit like in the middle, and then they said imbecile was like they couldn't do anything for themselves whatsoever, whether it be feeding, sitting up on their own, anything like that, or talking. Mm. There's one woman, her name is Vanessa DeBello. She wasn't at Willowbrook, but her mother was. And she has a book, and it's called Moron, A Daughter's Story of an Accidental Child in Willowbrook. Ooh. Her mom was classified as um, a moron. Moron was the first one, right? Yes. Okay. At 18 months old, 
Vanessa's mother wasn't walking or talking. So her parents took her to a specialist and they had her psychologically examined. And at 18 months old, they said she had an IQ of 53. So the doctor told them to institutionalize her. When she was three years old, her parents dropped her off at Willowbrook, where she lived until she was 19 years old. And this is a quote from uh, Vanessa. My mother was not mentally handicapped. She was actually misdiagnosed. She was an insider and was completely aware of the circumstances and all the abuse and neglect that went on around her. That sucks. Yeah. Like, I was watching things about this, and we're going to get into, like, all of the abuse and neglect and everything. And, oh, my God, it was so... It was so bad. Is this a paranormal episode? Yes. Did we say that? Already? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said history slash paranormal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So <laughs> max capacity was 4,000. By 65, they had over 6,000 people at this facility. Their peak number was 6,350 patients at one time. What? How much? What? 6,350 uh-huh. with a max capacity of 4,000. I already knew that part. You yeah. said the place. So <laughs> when I've got across my T's and not my eyes. So <laughs> staff members were not required to submit for any background checks for employments. They didn't have to really do anything because no one wanted to really work there. So they were just like, cool, you're, cool, you're hired. So what? Yeah. So staff members would. So they could have had a criminal background and they could have been just like, hey, oh, yeah, come on in. Yes. Patients were physically, sexually and mentally abused by the staff and other residents. There's a woman. Mm -hmm. Her name is Diane. She said her first day of work at Willowbrook was in 1969. She was given a heavy steel key that she still has to this day. I used it to unlock a door, and then I walked down a hallway to unlock another door. Then I stopped at a heavy steel door, and I continued down the hallway. When I got to the last door, I was worried what I would find on the other side. I found behind it 40 toddlers. Some were smiling. Some were asking me my name. Others were silent, just looking at me. Some walked towards me. Some were laying in wooden carts. Some were sitting on the floor. Some were drooling. Some were crying. It was so unreal and just wrong, but they all share one undeniable truth. They were all little children, and to this day, I still feel the twing in my stomach thinking to myself, why were these children behind locked steel doors? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, It's almost as bad. What was it? Penhurst? All the kids mm -hmm. in the room? Oh, this is is just as bad. Mm -hmm. They actually said that this place was worse than Penhurst. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of the patients, whether or not they were infant to elderly, they would be either sitting, laying on the floor, on chairs, in beds, crouched over. All of them were covered in feces, urine, everything. Mm -hmm. They didn't really have anyone to take care of them because at this time, the ratio was one staff member to Every 50 residents. Yikes. And that was doing good. Doing good? Yes. Oh. Because we're going to get there, but at the, it was, it was much worse. So since we're talking about the sixties, 
Hey, mama, welcome to the 60s. No. No hairspray? Okay. Not right now, no. So, <laughs> so this guy, his name is Saul, S-A-U-L, Krugman, K-R-U-G-M-A-N. He is a doctor. He is one of the head doctors of this mental hospital from 1963 to 1966, he promised the parents of the enrolling patients or what they called students at Willowbrook that in exchange for signing consent for procedures, they would be getting vaccinations. So he was telling the parents, like, the only way we can get your child into this mental institution that you really need them to be in, we have to get them in through our vaccination study. So the parents were signing consent forms, but at this time you still needed the children to consent to it. Like they had to be able to mentally understand what they were basically their parents were signing them away to. Mm -hmm. So how did they get all these toddlers in there? They were just ones that were dropped off or the parents Um, were putting them into that program. But anybody older than that, would they would have to be like, yeah, okay, I'm coming here. Technically, but no. Okay. Because their parents were just like... But you just said that they had to understand that, why they were there. That was for the vaccination. So if they were oh, coming in okay. through the vaccination program... So he was lying to the parents, telling them, this is the only way your child can get in, is by doing the vaccination program, which I'll get to like what that means. But there were other ways for them to get into there. Like okay. if your child was just regularly <clears throat> handicapped, they could just come in. They didn't have to go through the vaccination program. Yeah. So Dr. Kirkman was getting all of these children from newborn infant to elderly into this program. And in order to make vaccines for certain diseases and because hepatitis was a very big in this hospital, um, he figured like we can just start out seeing how hepatitis works. And these procedures involve Deliberately infecting children with hepatitis by feeding them feces of patients that already had the disease. The what? Or injecting them with the fecal matter. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. They couldn't just test it out on the people that were had freaking already had it? Like, apparently there was enough to go around. They did this. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they did this with hepatitis they did this with measles and they did this with er several other diseases that were able to be spread through body fluids i'm sorry okay i think i just got really loud really quick but i i think this is why i can't do these things because every time you do these things she gets really i get really mad i know and i think this is why i can't research them I can see you shaking across the table like I'm afraid my apartment's going to fall through the ground and I'm on the ground floor. We're going to go to King Kong land. Um, um, that's that's just a little irritating. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, wait, wait. so you know, this vaccination program was only for those three years? Is that what you're saying? This is what they claimed they were studying was only for those three years. Okay. But as far as... So remember that measles outbreak I told you about that killed 60 people? Right. 
That was part of this program? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they covered it up by just saying some new patient came in that had measles and it spread around the place. But it was them injecting people with measles. Um, so they had been doing this for longer than what their program was for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys are cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> so Dr. Krugman justified the deliberate infections and exposures by claiming that they had a high rate of infection in this institution, so it was inevitable, and the children would become infected anyway. So why not just do it ourselves? Fuck you. <laughs> you can edit that out. That makes me so mad. You okay. want to hear the best part of all this? No. Well, it's kind of like chicken pox parties. <laughs> yeah, except you're not feeding your child the feces of another child. Yeah, we had a chicken um, pox party. We all just sat there next to each other. That's how we got the chicken pox. <laughs> yeah. I know, I got it three times. So, Fun. a little cool fact that will make Linda so happy. Dr. Saul Krugman, <laughs> is he dead, dead yet? <laughs> became the president of the National American Pediatric Society in 1972. What? And he has a Nobel Prize for his... Who? The guy that was infecting all these kids. For his vaccination studies. <laughs> Can we take that back? Are we allowed to take that back? When know. was did he they, given that? No, no, no. Did, did they, they know that he was doing this, though? They did know? I'm pretty sure they knew. Hmm. Because it was all over the news. Because you're going to find out why this place shut down. Wait. No, 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 no. Hold up. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. When did he get the Nobel Prize? Hold on. In the seven news? No, that's in 72 is when he became the president of the American oh, Pediatric Society. Okay. Lynn is angry. Oh, here, I can tell you all of the things. Would you like some coffee? So you can tweak a little bit better? <laughs> <laughs> it's He's very hot. It's just creamer. Oh, wait, but I didn't even tell you. Another cool part about this. All of his vaccination studies, they were all um, sponsored by the armed forces <laughs> I'm not surprised by that at all because of what they did to their own people. Not even surprised. Mm-hmm. Of course, because they had sources that they didn't need to use their own people for it either. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. It wasn't a Nobel. He was awarded the 1983 Mary Woodard Lasker Public Service Award. I don't know what that award is, so I feel a little bit better. Um, <laughs> it is a very high prestigious honor given to people in the medical research field. Yeah, well, medical... I watch a lot of stuff on that. This is really heavy, by the way. I watch a lot of stuff on that. And let me just tell you that that mess is all sorts of janked up anyway. Because Dr. Death... And the stuff that he got away with just because they didn't want to have a lawsuit against them, like all the hospitals and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. instead of reporting him to the list that they're supposed to, mm-hmm. they just let him go. Yeah. So he could go to another hospital and kill another person. Mm-hmm. Yep. This was in Texas, by the way. Yeah. That pissed me off. Yeah. but Because they didn't want the lawsuit. So his studies helped with hepatitis, rubella, measles... And so basically, like, he made MMRs, measles, mumps, and rubella, the vaccine. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Wait. So that was. That's all. I don't want to look at her anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Yo, she took her mic out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sit the stand down. <laughs> so well, I told her that I'm, I feel like I'm going to throw something. So if I feel like I throw something, at least it's a little bit lighter than what it normally would be. <laughs> Just throw your little hip clip mic. I don't, I don't your lapel mic. No, that one's too cute. So as if Sorry, all this wasn't bad enough, bad enough, overcrowding, not enough staff, doctors experimenting on people, mm-hmm. lobotomies. So you're shoving ice picks in people's brains and just severing nerves in their frontal lobes. My migraines. And their hypothalamus. And mm -hmm. so if all that isn't bad enough, you remember how I said they didn't have to do employee checks? Mm -hmm. How many of them were former criminals? (laughs) There's a man there. Well, was. His name is Andre Rand. R-A-N-D. Mm-hmm. He was a janitor at Willowbrook. Mm-hmm. He was spotted walking away with 12-year-old Jennifer. She was a patient with Down syndrome. This is in 87. Her nude body was later found in a shallow grave on the grounds of the campus. Rand is also linked with the disappearance of Ethel Atwood and the rape and murder of Shin Lee, who were aides at Willowbrook's. At Willowbrook, Sorry. He is known as the Hannibal Lecter of Staten Island. He is connected with over 10 murders of children inside of that place, but they cannot find their bodies. They have never been able to find their bodies. Is he dead? While in prison, Rand told his fellow inmates that kids enticed him, and he compared himself to Ted Bundy. He was sentenced to 25 years to life and will be eligible for parole in 2037 and he will be 93 years old they haven't killed him in jail yet not that i saw hey if you guys in jail are able to listen to this what jail is he at this is his name maybe like i'm gonna stop yeah you don't want you don't need that yeah we don't need the fbi coming after us thank you no he just pissed me off he's stupid (laughs) uh yeah so he he worked there for a while um i hate him did i say he's stupid Mm mm-hmm am i allowed to use that is that pc i don't care stupid yeah i don't see why not did you did you get some of my coffee yeah and like i considered doing this thing on him okay here we go so he there was a five-year-old alicia Pereira. why don't you say that for another podcast like the next one that you do okay fine (laughs) um oh my gosh i don't want to hear about this you really want to hear about this guy i mean at this at this point doesn't matter they also do have there is the legend of corpsey and it is it actually started way before him but then once he started doing what he did, because he was running rampant for a while. Um, once he started <sighs> doing what he did, everyone was like, what the fuck? He's still alive. Corpsey? No, Aunt, Aunt Andre. Oh. But Corpsey is a legend. Of, it's basically like the boogeyman of New York. Okay. And they said that he lives in the tunnels of this mental institution and all this stuff. And he actually did live on the same campus of the story. I so, want a table flip. So was it him? But this no, story they said that it started this, before him. Yeah, this oh. and then he was actually doing these things there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, first it was the measles doing this to the people, and they were just like, "Oh, well, maybe it wasn't the measles." But now it's like, "Yep, actual dude doing this stuff." 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we are getting to the fall of Willowbrook. I'm trying to make this quickity splickity. Quickity splickity. Um, there is a journalist. Her name is Jan Curtin. Mm-hmm. And a 29-year-old local news reporter, Geraldo Rivera. He's still on the news today. Um, they were tick, <laughs> ticked off. Oh, my God. They were tipped off and given a key by an employee of Willowbrook who is very, 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 very disgruntled. And he was soon to be dismissed because they found out that he was the one that gave him the key. But Rivera and a cameraman actually snuck into Building 6 and they acquired evidence of the overpopulation and all of, I guess, the conditions. It was freaking disgusting. Like, I watched the news special that came out. Like, I found it on YouTube and I watched it. And the only light in this place besides the dingy windows was the light off of the cameraman's camera. What? And this is the middle of the day. They're in there in the middle of the day and you could not see anything until the cameraman would move and then you could actually see the patients. Holy crap. And in this room, there was probably like 80 patients and there was one woman like just trying to run around frantically, like getting everyone, like just trying to like figure out what she was doing. It was, it was, I couldn't, it was like an hour and a half and I would only watch like 30 minutes of it because I couldn't do it. Middle-aged patients slept on seats. Others crouched and rocked back and forth on the floor. Some patients were without clothes. They were not... 60% of the patients were not toilet trained. 64% were incapable of feeding themselves. He said that the stench of the rooms, like, you couldn't even begin to describe what it smelled like. And, like, he was pretty sure that there were patients in these rooms that were basically dead. He was like, this person cannot be alive right now. Like, the way they're just laying here on the floor. There was one person who was kind of just, like, crouched in the fetal position, but with their head, like, on the floor. And he was like, I'm pretty sure that person's dead. They were just, like, crouched in a ball. And their face was just, like, in a puddle of urine. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really bad. And due to the fact that the state lowered the budget for the mental health hygiene department, the staffing situation became so much worse at Willowbrook that they lost 900 employees in three months due to the budget cuts. What? I want to understand how that's even possible for places like that. Like, what... What makes you think that a budget cut is a good idea? Like, what causes funding to stop at those places? Like, I don't understand, especially knowing the amount of people that you have there. So, uh, from what I was watching and what everyone was, like, all of the politicians and shit like that. Yeah. They were just like, well, they have more than enough money. They should be fine. And we need to put this money somewhere else. And this is... To football stadiums, probably. Yeah. And this is not our top priority. I'm so. sorry, I didn't mean that. Well, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> so due to this, said that way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so due to them losing 900 employees, feeding times for the patients who weren't able to feed themselves was cut from 10 to 15 minutes a child or pay- person, uh, which would be like one on one. They would be feeding you for like 10 to 15 minutes, giving you that time to eat, down to three minutes maximum 
they would blend your food into a mashed potato like consistency and they would kind of just shovel it in their mouths and um whether or not they actually swallowed it you had three minutes so uh, i can't even eat in a five minute period yeah so you literally just watch me how long did that take me forever we were sitting there for a while waiting for you to eat that's what i'm saying like i couldn't even and i am fully capable of eating myself like so because of this after this point there were handfuls of children dying every month due to pneumonia because of aspirating on their food oh my god yep he did interview one patient his name is bernard he is a 23 year old patient with uh cerebral palsy And he was at Willowbrook for 18 years. And he actually, so they did like a follow-up 10 years after this original interview. And he was the one giving the tour because at that point, like his only thing was that he has cerebral palsy. So like he just has like that, he can't. It's physical. Well, yeah, he's it's physical, but like intellectually, he's completely there, and yeah. he's actually the one who he works for the mental health hygiene department, and he uh, handles all of the cases for Willowbrook specifically. Mm-hmm. So they he went with him to go visit, and they were like, it was it was so uncharacteristic because they had people in there like cleaning and they were taking the people out for walks and all this stuff. It was, it was such a hot mess. When he first interviewed him while he was there, he had called the environment a disgrace. And he also told him, he said, I got beaten with sticks, belt buckles. I got my head kicked into the wall by the staff. Most of the kids just sat in the room naked for days with no clothes on. There was a lot of sexual abuse going on from the staff to the residents as well. I I fortunately never had to undergo that. So due to this expose, oh wait, wait, wait. (laughs) there was like this part. No, this part made my fucking eye twitch. So I I like missed it, but then I just thought about it because I was thinking about like the closing of it. So in the in the seventies. It was like the late 60s, early 70s. One of the Kennedys actually went here. And they said that it reminded them of a dirty snake pit, the way that all of the patients were huddled in rooms together and laying in feces and all of these things. So what they did was make a five-year plan to figure out how to make this place better, but it never actually did anything. They just kind of like... That sucks. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that what Pennhurst did? But it was like a 10-year closing plan or something. Well, this wasn't even a closing plan. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, you still leave these people in this situation for what? Yeah. So, in 1983, New York announced that it planned to close Willowbrook. Although, by this time, it was called Staten Island Developmental Center. By 86, only 250 residents still lived here. And by September of 87, the last patient left the facility and they moved to a place not too far by. And Willowbrook, a lot of the campus is still there. And they tore down some of the buildings and it's part of a university that is uh, now on Staten Island. Like they tore down part of those buildings because it was huge. There was like, right. there was like, I think at least 40 buildings. So they tore down some of those buildings and the, then they put new buildings 
and it's Where part of a is. college. Yeah, oh, okay. but they don't use like all of it. There's still a lot of the. Um, it's the College of Staten Island, and that opened in '93. And the rest of the land is owned by the Office for People with Developmental Disabilities. So now we're going to get into the ghosties. I didn't want to focus too much on the nasty things because they were, they were bad. And I mean, we did Penhurst. Yeah. We went really deep into Penhurst. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like we could, I could have, trust me, but I was just like, I want to beat the shit out of someone. Kind of like Linda was over here tweaking out <laughs> still tweaking i know i see her little lip purse <laughs> so oh, let's see let's do one 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 okay so this is an employee that so at willowbrook they do have some they used to have people who would go through the like the abandoned property and kind of just make sure that like everything was fine or whatever so one employee, she was walking down the hallway and she saw two kids just like walking through the hallway, kind of like beckoning her and like giggling. And she was like, interesting, but they were dressed in like basically rags. And she was just confused as to what the children were, were doing. Were they the kind you find in a secondhand store? Yes. <laughs> Raspberry children. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. It's a musical comic relief, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so she was just really confused as to why these kids were there. So she started following them and she watched them like turn this corner. So she's like, oh, like, let me follow them. Yeah, let me follow them and speed Can run. Play with us. So when she, no. <laughs> when she turned around, when she turned the corner, the kids were gone and it was a dead end corner. And she was just like, no, fuck this. So she left. Oh, it took her that long to yeah. say she left. Left. <laughs> no, she just like left the hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah, she didn't like. I thought she got spooked. Mm-mm. I mean, she did get spooked. She did. Spooked to like quit. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. So another thing is people have heard whispers. Like, if you walk through there, even in the day, but they hear, like, whispers of people calling out your name. Your name. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. So, they hear people calling out their name, or they will hear the sounds of children crying. Right. Or, like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Or, or like, they say they hear this. It almost sounds like her name. (laughs) I know. Children yeah. crying. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's trying to make herself feel better. Yeah. Just let it happen, you guys. <laughs> so, um, they say that there's like a... Sorry. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. You good? I've been here too long. They say that there's like this howling kind of noise that you hear. Uh-huh. And then people are like, I don't understand why you would hear a howling noise. And they kind of like try to explain it. But then they tell them to watch the documentary that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And the noise sounds just like one of the crying noises one of the patients was making in the background the entire time. Ew. Like, it's this really, like, it sounds like a howling noise, but the patient is, like, screaming and right. crying and just walking around. And it sounds exactly like that. <sighs> My ears. 
A lot of listening your shit. Oh my god, (laughs) I will cut you. (laughs) So students at the college have reported seeing figures moving throughout the windows of porcelain. Yes, (laughs) throughout the windows of the remains of. You're welcome. Of the, I can't even. What is this place called? The hospital. There you go. The institution. Uh, they'll hear strange noises as well and like calls coming from it. And they said even just like being kind of close to that part of the campus, you just get like this really like sinking feeling like they don't like having their class. What about the people that work there now? What do you mean? Because you said it's a an office for mental disability. No, 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 no. It is owned by that office. Oh, but it's not occupied no, by it's any. It's completely oh, abandoned. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. completely abandoned. Yeah. So it's a historical building. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the so college was there campus. any paranormal activity like on the college campus? Yes. Okay. And there's a lot of paranormal activity on the college campus, and they all kind of tie it towards Willowbrook, right? Because it, like they tore down those buildings and put part of the campus on there, right? And like they're just like it's like you once you start moving to a certain area of the campus you can just kind of feel like this eerie like suffocating kind of feeling right right but <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of stories of people like in satan they call them satanistic cults doubt it but anyway chasing and killing people in the woods or the buildings of willowbrook so they feel like a lot of the energy is coming from like demonic seances and things. I got, I got lost. You said things and I don't understand. <laughs> what happened? You say <laughs> this is like your normal. Stop. Rewind. <laughs> Repeat. Wait, hold on. Stinking. But I lost so a lot. There are a lot of rumors and things that go around of Satanistic cults. Mm hmm. Or, like, seances taking place Mm -hmm. and people being chased by these cloaked figures into the woods or into the abandoned property and being killed and used for sacrifices. Do they find these dead people? No. Why would you find these dead people? But where did they come from? Where did they go? Cotton Eye Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm just telling you what I read. Okay, that's why I just wanted to know. I don't know. Uh, of course, some clarification. You will hear. She will sit here and ask me about what gang was he in. <laughs> she can't tell me what cult they were. Like I don't understand where the bodies uh, go. What cult they were in? They were Satanist. That doesn't mean anything. They could where they, did the bodies go? Ones. They probably ate them. But where, where did they come from? Uh, do they have documentation? Well, a lot of these videos places, of these people. Well, no, like a lot of. So remember the what the fuck was that guy called? The doctor? No, no, no. The Hannibal, Lecter? Hannibal Lecter. So the Hannibal Lecter guy. The doctor. I know. I heard yeah. that I just, I, I just let it go. I just, so I couldn't. <laughs> so the Hannibal Lecter guy, he was actually homeless. Uh-huh. So there, there's like homeless communities that uh-huh. now live in there. And I couldn't find pictures. I was trying to find pictures, but apparently like every other institution asylum place they had tunnels going between all the buildings Mm -hmm. and they say that a lot of homeless people live in those buildings like in those tunnels now so they feel like they're Mm -hmm. probably just getting homeless people and killing them 
So of course, there's no. not going to be any, any really paper trail or, or missing people or stuff. So like the that. people dying are real. Yeah. Okay. That's why I wanted to know if it was but real. They're finding or it was the fake. bodies of these people. You said that they're not finding the bodies of these people. So how do we really? Know I haven't. I didn't really research into that. Uh, okay. I, mm, mm. But I can fail. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> I will shit on both of you. <laughs> oh my god! Why do you always? I might get like hepatitis or something. Oh, I don't have hepatitis. I need to make shit jokes this whole time, and I didn't. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so this is like my last story about this. Uh huh. So I told you guys about Corpsey, and he was supposed to go into here because Corpsey was an like the whole legend behind him is he is an escaped mental patient, mm-hmm. and he like lurks in the tunnels underneath of Willowbrook and one of the other places. Mm-hmm. That's right down the street, and that he, like, comes out at night to hunt children. I can't do this. And eat them. (laughs) Which was why the whole story about Andre was, like, what the fuck? Because then it actually, like, came true. Mm Mm-hmm. So, a way to sit here and channel that into the world. Yeah. That was it? No, no, no. That's all you this wanted is, to No, say. no, no. This no, is the she last gonna, She's going to explain oh, I was it. like, what? <laughs> no. So this next one, Ready Freddy's, there were two teenagers, and they live in a town that's not too far away from there. So they decided, you know, how we used to do. We like, oh, I want to go to this creepy place. I mean, I used to do this all the we time. We nothing. Okay, fine. Me, Larry, Jimmy. I'm pretty sure Skyland was in there. Mm-hmm. We went to that creepy little hut thing, and then we were pretty sure there was crackheads living in there. That was, like, in the back of the woods. But anyway, so there were two teenagers, and they decided, you know, we're going to go check this this place out, see if it's on the up and up, like everyone says with all this creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were walking around through the hospital halls and everything, and they just <laughs> decided to start walking around the outside of the property. And they were, like, laughing because they thought they saw a shadow figure. A shadow figure. Yeah. Because a lot of people will tell stories about shadowy figures chasing them. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're so full This of is shit. after that this is closed <clears throat> down? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they noticed the shadow figure, and he was getting closer and closer. So they started running away. And as every time they looked back, the shadow figure was still behind them. Fuck that. And once they got home and they got in the front door, they were like, okay, we're good. We're home. We're fine. Nope. No. And they turned no, no, off no. all the lights. No. Nope. Nope. That's where you messed up. <laughs> and they looked out the front window. My heart's racing. I know. <laughs> it's been like that ever since she was like, no, they kept on turning around and he's still there. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. The shadow figure stood in front of the house in the same spot until the sun came up. It was there for hours, and those boys were crying on the couch. They were teenagers. I'd be out. fucking crying I on the couch, too. I'd be crying, too. <laughs> yeah. So the shadow figure chased them all the way to their house and stood in front of their house. And give, me, give me that rock. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people, there are actually two or three other stories, whether it be... Oh, my God, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart rate is through the roof, yo. Calm down. <laughs> I just checked my heart rate and it's 108. <laughs> it was 86 before she started the story. <laughs> and not the not the podcast. Just the story just about Corpsey. 
But yeah, so a lot, there are a couple stories where it's, it's like that, whether it be the two, the two kids. <laughs> I two, told you I can't handle this. Nothing. And she wants to go to a freaking haunted house this weekend. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you guys want to go to a haunted house on Friday? You know, I feel like we should kind of do like a cool meetup with people we don't know. So E don't come. Like you're so that mean. To our I love him. <laughs> I'm just kidding, E, because you're really tall and you're like the only person I can hide behind besides Jonathan. Literally, he doesn't <clears throat> even protect you. I know he doesn't. He just laughs. I laugh too, which is fine because normally Linda's freaking out more than everyone else. So then I have someone to laugh at while I internal it's anxiety dropping. attack. I'm watching it drop. Because I'm holding my heart and making sure that it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you're good. You're at 93 now. 89. You're good. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think that story was that bad. No, I'm just like following it. you and following you and following you. I gotta go home. How far away did these kids live from that place? They lived a town over. And they ran. Yeah. The whole way. Yeah. No, nah, it's taking me. you're a hot mess (laughs) yeah but a lot of the kids on on the campus will even say that um they'll see that shadow figure stalking around the outside of their buildings no i don't near the if your like dorm is near there <laughs> no, thank you. Her shit shot straight up already. <laughs> Would you calm 106. down? 106 by that comment. I don't like this, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When the sun goes down, no. we'll be running when the sun goes down. I can't even anymore. I'd be looking in my rearview mirror. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I need to find that story because, girl. No, mm. I don't want to hear shit anymore. <laughs> They actually have. I'll I'll send it to you. Oh, by the way, guys, I know this. I know she's not finished her story yet, but uh, I have a painting that I did in my house. So if you just want to sign up for Patreon, I'll send it to you. Yeah, what painting? The one of the forest with like the aurora lights that I just did. I'll send it to you. I don't know. Somebody said it looked like the forest was burning at this point. Just sign up for Patreon. <laughs> Actually, first person to sign up for Patreon gets it. We'll right? It. Right? Uh, no. Why should it be my dad? <laughs> oh, dad oh. don't want that picture. Watch. I'm going to take it to my dad's house. Anyway, so I was I actually about to get into the missing person. That was all. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. That's why I was just saying, like, I'm, that, that was it. <laughs> I was over here freaking out about scary things. I don't like it, because I'm... <laughs> I was going to watch Paranormal Activity by myself this past weekend. Paranormal Activity didn't scare me, though. What? It did I was terrified. It didn't. The only part that scared me, like, Ooh, I, I almost hit I'm my- pretty sure both of us couldn't freaking sleep, and we saw people walking through the hallways. I mean, I saw them before you know what? that I ever happened. I know. They would come out of Linda's room or your room, and I would just watch them. It didn't scare me. And I would just say, no, thank you. <laughs> I was honestly not bothered by it at all. This the only time, part that scared me was when, at the end, and then I was like, whoa! Because <laughs> I thought it was going to come out, the TV. I, don't I haven't know. seen the second now, one. This one time when we lived in the house where it was split level, and I wasn't under the influence of everything, on an environment. Anyway... But I was just watching The Matrix with my door open. And then, like, I saw that. Like, I always saw it just walking down the hallway. And my dumbass was like, yo, you want to watch The Matrix with me? Oh, my God. Did it come back around? No. Because it would always just stand there and then kind of, like, fade. 
or like stand there and turn around. And then I was like, God damn it, I invited that motherfucker in to watch a movie with me. I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, you why? Idiot. I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> Instant oh regret. <laughs> Yes, all oh, over the place. No. Okay, so today's missing person from New York. I actually have one from Staten Island, New York. Their name is Rodney Small. They were born January 29, 28, 2004. They went missing on October 3rd, 2021. They are 17 years old. They have black hair brown eyes. They're 6'1", and they weigh 142 pounds. There are two pictures. They have, like, long braids in. Very skinny. They are very skinny. 6'1", and 142. Anyway, um, the child also goes by AJ or April, or sometimes they go by the last name Jones. So, I don't... It's a little confusing the way this is worded. The child does change their hair a lot and their style, so they're going to be posting more pictures. So when I post this, I'll probably have a couple different pictures of what they may look like. If you have any information about Rodney, please call 911 or 1-800-843-5678. So that's 1-800-THE-LOST. Or you can contact the New York City Police Department at 212-694-7781. Also, I meant to say this earlier, but I didn't say this. We might have a special guest soon because I don't know if y'all remember, but like around episode 16, I was talking shit about one of Jonathan's friend who had the toothache. And then so he started listening to the podcast <clears> and now <throat> he's all upset because he doesn't have enough mentions or time in the podcast. He was like, <laughs> you gave me like 30 seconds talking about my toothache. Why shouldn't it? It should have been a segment, like six minutes. You need to talk about me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, stupid. And I'm like, I felt like I was like, shit, I have to call him by his real name because we call him stupid because his gamer handle is stupid. So we call him. Oh, the one I was talking to on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But okay. I call him Fishbait too because his last name is the name of a fish. But he kind of wants to be on an episode. So I told him potentially I'll like try and Skype him. I'll probably get Larry to help me figure it out because he's in Florida. Oh, okay. So I was like, maybe fish bait. Maybe he calls me TikTok girl because I send him TikToks oh. all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> so maybe fish bait. We might let you in. See, and I gave you more than 30 seconds this time. I'm You're talking welcome. about you. But this just means you have to listen to the end of the episode. And I swear to God, if you skip. I'm going to punch you. No, we'll just not. Well, you'll know. That's all. Oh, I'll know. I'm watching you. <laughs> I won't let Jonathan play with you for a week, yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> he knows I'm kidding. That's my peaceful time. Okay. Anyway. But, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for rating and reviewing and Come get listening. your picture from Linda. Um, I'm going yeah. No, I decide I'm going to show it to my dad first. So by the time you hear this, you ain't even going to get a chance. My daddy loves me. <laughs> it's not, honestly not a bad picture. I feel like I saw this in a Snapchat. I don't understand why you think it was bad. I don't remember what it looks like. You're just like, Ugh. So then why are you going to knock my shit? <laughs> because I can. <laughs> 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 okay, everyone. Have a good raspberry beret. 
Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.